Yep, what they say, Jules, on this beautiful day on the Central Coast, if you want to know what's going on, you go straight to the top. And we've got Correct. Stuart, who's the chairperson of the International Water Ski and Wakeboard Federation, all the way from the Gold Coast. And you've got to give this man a pat on the back to bring an event like this to the Central Coast. And mm. no disrespect to the council here to be able to to go through what he's obviously had to go through to get this event is fantastic. So so welcome, Stuart. Great to have you here, mate. And I suppose the first question is, that why? Why the Central Coast? Oh, look, I think Gosford's a really... And the Central Coast is probably a little bit of an undiscovered area. We used to race here about 20 years ago, right here where we are racing today. And um, I think when we were putting the bid in, we certainly were competing against uh, a bid up in Early Beach, a bid down on the Victorian border down at uh, Yarrawonga. But certainly from a Gosford perspective, it really ticked a lot of boxes. Um, certainly we didn't know the challenges that we would be going through, but um, I can say that we're here. We got our first race on the water. And uh, there's nothing better than the uh, Gosford Central Coast on a blue day, I've got to tell you. Fantastic. So how long has this process taken? So what's from the, from the, from the, I suppose, from the acceptance to getting to where we are today, how long has that taken? Last Worlds were in 2019, Vichy in France, um, and the US was supposed to have hailed them in 2023. They, uh, they pulled out of their, um, their opportunity. We jumped in in January, and basically it's just been full steam ahead to get us here. Really short runway, usually... T- um, Organising teams are getting two years, but we've had, you know, seven months. So um, it's been pretty full on, I must admit. But great support from the local community, especially the business community, have really jumped on board and opened some doors and and given us great opportunity right from the the top and the names that, you know, love the Central Coast. So it's definitely been something that um, has, has been a mission, but we're here. Stuart, just tell us about the bid process. You know, are there parallels to bidding for a Games or a FIFA World Cup? You know, is a lot of sort of schmoozing of delegates or is it, is it a bit more straightforward than that? No, look, it is a definitely a, straight, a straightforward process. You know, there's not a lot of countries that are putting their hands up for this. Australia is very much a dominating force. So in reality, from that side of things, we wanted to make sure that our athletes here in Australia had the chance to earn a world championship. Um, and that's why we're here. So it's not a, a difficult bid, but it's certainly a process. The logistics of bringing international competitors out here, so to bring the team, to bringing boats, and you know, it's not just about you know, people hopping on a plane and flying out here. The logistics to get equipment out there, explain that to us. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, we're shipping, uh, I think there's about seven boats that have come over from overseas, so the US and Belgium, and so they, they're sticking them in containers and they're shipping on about nine weeks. Um, on the water and then they get here and then they've got to go through I suppose our custom processes so that's all the fumigation cleansing and all that sort of thing but even little hiccups like their trailers are not registered in New South Wales and so you know border is saying no you have to be registered so a lot of little challenges but that's what the organising committee is all about we try to understand all those little things before they happen. And you you said that you received great support from the local community and businesses I suppose in in dollar terms what, what do you believe that these championships would actually put into the local economy? Look, when we were talking to Destination New South Wales that have got a lot of the government funding for events around New South Wales, they have some, some numbers. And so we estimated that with our numbers here for 10 days, it's about $5 million into the local community. And, you know, to give an example, we're using about $100,000 of um, unleaded 98 fuel. And so the local service station down the road, he's going to be pretty happy in the next 10 days, I would suspect. <laughs> You could have done with the fuel prices to drop, mate. <laughs> We've got a bit of a habit here. The fuel prices go up pretty uh, pretty regularly here, like they do in, in most places. So 
So it's a, it's a 10 day event, is that correct? That's correct, yeah, 10 days, four days of racing. So um, we're racing today, Saturday, Monday, Wednesday, and then we do a two day break and then Saturday next week. But that allows all of our visitors to actually visit the Central Coast. So the Americans got here on Monday and uh, we'll be here for another week. Uh, Stuart, I'm fascinated by the cost of having to transport the boats and whatnot uh, around the globe. Do, say, for example, Waterski USA, do they get any kind of funding or are they fielding it off their own bet? Just transportation costs. No, this costs really like is that, a so. sport. Yeah, that's right. It really is done by the individuals. They go out and find their own commercial partners. Okay. But certainly um, a lot of those guys come together. It's a very family sport. But what happens, for example, with the US, they all come here. There might be 40, 50 US. They bring all their family members and um, they're all working together to, um, to bring their boats. You know, and everybody's um, going through the same process. Even the Australians commercially have to find their own money. This, we, you know, we started with zero dollars in the bank from an international perspective, organising group, and had to go out and, and find the funding to put the event on. So you've travelled, obviously, all around the world to, to these events. And how would you rate the Central Coast as a, as a venue? Oh, look, it's been absolutely sensational. I, I must admit that having raced here 20 years ago, Probably things haven't changed that much <laughs> in, uh, in Gosford, but the waterway is still beautiful. And honestly, I, I really want this to be a catalyst for change. And I hope that people are watching, looking at it, going, I can put on an event in Gosford that's going to boost the waterfront. So we've spoken a lot about off-water. What are you expecting to see on the water? Look, we've got some fantastic Australian champions that are world champions from Vichy in France that are actually stepping up. So the women's race today, for example, the junior world champion of, of the girls is racing in Formula One men's. Uh, sorry, Formula One women. The same with the, uh, the men's junior champion. He's running Formula One and he's one of the favourites. So I think this is going to be very, very competitive. But certainly I think the Australians uh, will do very well and the Belgians are good as well. The interesting thing about it, when we look at the waterway, it might be beautiful to us sitting here, but I've got to tell you, the Europeans want it rougher. So one of those big <laughs> southerlies blowing yeah. through here, um, they're going to eat that water up. It amazed me. I walked through the pit and I was talking to some people down there, and they, they, they said exactly the same thing. Yeah, the rougher, the better. I said, oh, really? And, yeah. and we had Jeff from the USA where they did the, the Catalonia, and they talked about, you know, 10-foot waves and go, couldn't see the skier at the, at the back. So it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing sport, I suppose. Like anything, home ground advantage and, and home conditions or whatever plays a big part. Yeah, absolutely. And our boats are geared for it as well. Stuart, we've seen a broadening of the sports in the Olympic Games, you know, surfing and skateboarding, for example. Now, water skiing was actually a demonstration sport, the 1972 Games in, uh, in Munich. What sort of aspirations more broadly does a sport have in maybe getting back into the Olympic Games one day? Oh, absolutely. I think from an all-disciplines perspective, they would love to be on the program um, of the Olympic Games. I mean, there's been a lot of discussions from the highest level to do that. I mean, from a ski racing perspective, is which is where my focus is, certainly we have to start and, and start growing our sport from the perspective of getting more people involved in it. You talk about the older competitors, and so we want to make sure that we're getting the juniors through now. So this afternoon is actually um, some classes that are for under 14s and for 45 and over. So we're going to have some 75-year-olds out there this afternoon. So... That was a, a uh, addition to our program that they would normally not run at the Worlds to try to encourage more people into the sport as well. So what's the impediment to stop people getting involved in the sport? 
Is it obviously access to boats? Is it cost? Is it? Uh, yeah, I think it's cost. I mean, insurance these days on everything is really what is the biggest barrier for us. I mean, we've worked really hard in Australia um, to have an insurance policy that is, uh, you know, workable for families to be involved. But the bottom line is that we've also put a lot of safety aspects in. So, for example, they're capped at 110 mile an hour for the World Championships, so that's the highest speed. Yeah. But if you go to somewhere else in, in Australia and run one of the rivers down at Murray, you can be doing 125 mile an hour. So we've really looked at the safety side of things. We have a, a mapping tracking system that's on all the boats. For those that want to jump on the live stream that we're doing, for example, they can follow the boats as well. So we've put a lot of safety aspects in to, um, to make sure that um, you know, people get involved in it and are, and are feeling like it's a safe sport to compete in. Do you have much collaboration with other, like the other motorsports, the, the motorcycles, motor cars, that type of thing? Or no, not really. I mean, my background is is um, activation in hospitality right. and around supercars. Yes. And so I take a lot of the learnings out of that into this sport. You mentioned their live stream. I'm fascinated with this idea of broadcasting as a means of, of growing your sport and getting eyeballs on your sport. Do you have, a, I guess, an official streaming partner and and yeah, abs- absolutely. So um, people can go to Blendline TV, uh, sorry, Blendline.tv, or they can go to the World Water Ski Racing Championships on the social media, and we've got a live stream there, 32 hours of, um, of live streaming of not only what we're seeing on the water through drones and, and cameras, but also lots of different interviews that sort of explain the sport to the layman on the street as well so um, but there's some great athletes here I mean I've done a lot of work with a lot of the supercars and the other ball sport um, athletes and these guys in their own rights are absolutely superstar athletes as well yeah, like that, that's fantastic Stuart Look, I really appreciate your time and, and thanks very much for bringing it to the Central Coast it's, it's fantastic great crowds are here which, are, which, is, which is brilliant and I'm sure that they will continue during the week so thank you very much no I appreciate it and remember free entry so come on down and support your own yeah. cheers